All right, everybody, welcome back to the next section of our card review show for Wailing Caverns. Uh, when we left off, we had just finished up the review of uh, the class-specific cards up to Rogue, so we are now on Shaman. Getting right into it, uh, the first Shaman card that we have is called Wailing Vapor. This is a one-mana, one-three elemental that says, after you play an elemental, gain plus one attack. Uh, I think this is kind of cute because when we did the last card review, we were talking about elementals and uh, the idea, you know, that they're trying to push elemental shaman. It makes sense to me from a flavor perspective, like or class identity perspective. Uh, but the prerequisite that you play an elemental each turn is difficult. That being said, like a, a one mana one three um, is is not bad. So, I mean, for me, this feels like a standard card so that I can build Elemental Shaman in standard. Uh, you know, could I build Elemental Shaman in wild? Like, I guess. I don't know why I would want to do that. But you you could. Uh, something that the devs had mentioned a little while back, and I, you know, I can't quote it per se, but they had said that, hey, like, from a class identity point of view... Each card needs a solid one drop, or each you know each class needs a, a solid one drop. That's a one three that does what it needs to do. Now, spell power shaman has their new, you know, one mana whatever it is. Is it a one three? I don't remember. That gives something spell damage plus one. It's a three two. A three two. Yeah, geez. Yeah. I mean, this is interesting in that deck, which is not a good deck. I don't see this being played in wild at all. Uh, but it's kind of neat. So, I mean, this is a, a one for me. I still need some shaman wins in standard, so I'm open to testing out this archetype, but I don't think it's maybe that great. Sheep? I do declare, Mr. Wolf. I have a touch of the vapors. <laughs> because it's wailing vapor <laughs> oh boy oh boy i uh yeah yeah uh, the, i mean you, you said everything that needed to be said but it, it, it's one for me as well maybe eventually we'll have impactful enough things but if you miss like a, a drop with elementals then you miss it this one kind of you know, you miss that elemental train that that keeps on uh, rewarding it. This gives you something to actually build upon rather than relying on having done things previously, which is nice. Um, but it's wailing vapor is not gonna get you there with that archetype. So yeah, it's it's a one. Um, the the art is amazing. Which is also indicative of yeah. <laughs> of the one. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? I think at first glance, I sort of had high hopes when you see one mana, one three. If you do this, gain one attack. Kind of reminded me of Tunnel Trog. Sounded pretty cool, but this is a worse Tunnel Trog, and we don't even play Tunnel Trog. And at least Tunnel Trog went off of Overload. This is elementals we don't play elementals in wild solid solid stat line 
one mana one three is amazing get a bonus amazing do we play this archetype we absolutely do not <laughs> with enthusiasm <laughs> so <laughs> holy crap could this have been cool if this was a supported archetype it is not a supported archetype so it is not played it's a one it's a one it's so sad but it's a one it's a one three <laughs> yeah all right next up is perpetual flame this is a one mana uh rare fire spell it says deal three damage to a random enemy minion if it dies recast this overload one okay this card is rad but the overload stacks and yeah. that is a super bummer so this card devastating to aggro okay this is a f one mana board clear for odd you know uh odd paladin for pirate warrior for whatever aggro deck pirate warrior uh, uh really or whatever other aggro deck you're playing it against uh demon hunter or whatever it is like yeah man this is this is gonna cause some salt and then you're not gonna be able to play any cards for like three turns <laughs> i mean it, so full board clear like overload seven you know or whatever it is so I, I the it's super cool the overload stacking m makes me really nervous to play it because you potentially are gonna lock yourself out of the next several turns maybe depending on when you play it I mean, I don't know. If you compare this to Unstable Felbolt in Warlock, like that says deal three damage to an enemy minion and you know deal damage to to yourself or to your own minion or random random minion on your side or whatever it is. Like I don't know. I mean, this is. I guess this is. Maybe you can't compare it to that. Maybe you compare it to. Uh, I don't know. This is different, right? But this overload creates issues uh i i i don't know like in initial scoring i gave it a three because i think that i think that there's some potential here for like devastating board clear against aggro but locking yourself out of of later turns now it depends when in the game i play this like hey if you're playing your aggro uh, token druid deck and you swarm me on turn one or two or whatever uh, turn three turn four and have a whole board and I'm able to wipe it that's cool but like are you going to recover faster than I recover mm -hmm. I don't know I, I I'm somewhere between cautiously optimistic and like skeptical I'm going to give it a three, but like, I don't know, man. I, yeah, it's like lurker below without the body. I think that's a decent comparison. It's oh, the, yeah. it's the overload. How much does lurker below cost six? I think so. Mm -hmm. That's probably how much this is going to cost. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> so I don't know. I I'll give it a three. I think that the effect is rad. Um, there's 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 just you know for the crazy upside there's a pretty crazy downside as well sheep what do you think 
Oh, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, one thing worth noting is that Overload, while it stacks for the next turn, it doesn't stack for multiple turns. Yeah. Mm. So, so like, for example, if on turn one I Lightning Bloom, Lightning Bloom, play a, a five drop, right? I'm only overloaded for the next turn, even though four mana was overloaded. You're correct. Right? Yes. No, you're, you're absolutely correct. I, I, uh, you're right. Yes. So, so just a point of clarity there. I think that the perpetual flame is super solid. Um, and this helps it kind of get, uh, help something like big shaman get into the mid and late game where it really flourishes. One of the things that Big Shaman in particular kind of had a hard time dealing with was early board states of things with, you know, the aggressively statted minions um, and, and, you know, things like Aggro Druid or, you know, Pirate Warrior or, or, or a lot of which have the, um, whatchamacallit, uh, the, the, the breaking point of that three damage. And blue blue trains send send in a question mark. I probably misspoke about uh, uh one of the things that that big shotman needed, um, but in my less adept hands at uh, piloting big shaman, that that's where I've kind of uh, stumbled it, is is getting into the mid and late game where big shaman can really take hold of the game. Um, so I I think perpetual flame is amazing. Like, if I can play this on, if I need to play it as early as turn two, then cool, I've surrendered my turn three. If I'm playing this on, like, a turn four or something, um, then I can, you know, maybe play a, this probably won't be Big Shaman, but Manatide Totem or something like that, that then my opponent is incentivized to trade into that turn. While I can't develop the next turn because I'm overloaded, I, at the very least, can play something to either contest the board that they make later or um, give them something that they need to contest after that. So um, I think Perpetual Flame is really solid. Uh, I'm also going to go with a three because I can see a couple of, of like really good um, use cases for it. I almost talked myself into it too because I don't know how much of them are particularly meta. Despite how incredibly powerful um, the card itself is, I could see what do you people think, Hydra? playing this in like a Reno Shutterwalk Shaman as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sorry, uh, Hydra. Hydra, what do you think? In my head, I'm trying to. Comp so if we're gonna do a board clear. Right, like let's say, for example, we we did get to fill up as a pirate deck or a an aggro druid. The board is full, um, and we're gonna do three damage. We're hoping for a board clear for one mana, and we're shaman. So I'm thinking, what else does that? Lightning storm does that for three mana, right? It is it, it, it now does three damage no matter what. It's not two or three. It's going to do three <laughs> every single time, uh, but we're loaded what? We're overloaded for two now on, on, on Lightning Storm. We're overloaded for two. So we're a guaranteed overloaded for two for three mana. So we would have to wait until turn three to play Lightning Storm, which may be ideal. Maybe we do want the board to get a little bigger. We want the Druid to, you know, 
drain their 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 hand a little bit. What am I gonna pick? Really, out of these two, I mean, Lightning Storm. You have to wait for Perpetual Flame. Is it, it? It is a lot sooner. Like I, I don't think this is a bad card. I do think it does basically the identical thing to Lightning Storm. Uh, Lightning Storm is is guaranteed to clear more things because you could whiff and say they've got something with four health, right? Like the Nerubian that's that's on the board. The like you hit that one because this is random don't forget it's gonna hit a random minion first so you can whiff with this card you can totally whiff i didn't think about that yeah and so lightning storm is going to hit everything and if something happens to have four health well okay that one survives with one health so in that case i think lightning storm actually is is better I'm going to drop this one to a two because I think that you can put this in your deck. I think that it's a good card. I don't think that it's going to be jammed into every meta deck. So it's going to be two. I think it's a really good card. I, I, I really do. But it does have the potential of <laughs> whoops. <laughs> like that, that completely whiffed on me and I didn't clear anything. Whereas <laughs> Lightning Storm will hit the entire board every time. I like that take. I think mm-hmm. I, I think that's interesting. Okay, uh, next up we have Primal Dungeoneer. Again, we talked about this a little bit last week. This is a three mana two three battle cry. Draw a spell. If it's a nature spell, also draw an elemental. Uh, I don't really think that this has a home in wild, uh, mostly because uh, th- this is trying to play off that elemental synergy. Uh, Shaman is somewhat lacking in draw in wild. Not a ton. There's, you know, there's some, I don't, I can't think of the names was far side or something. I think it's three and it reduces by two. Uh, okay. Um, and then there's the one that draw two overload, but I, I don't think that like, I, I don't think that this really has a home in wild, like cool. I can draw a spell, but like what sort of nature spell am I wanting to play in wild? The shaman, um, and am I wanting to draw an elemental in wild? Like I, I just don't see it. Uh, it's an interesting card, but I feel like people just got a bunch of words: spell, nature, elemental, and jammed them onto one card that doesn't synergize super well with itself. It's just funky. I I don't know. I I mean. I I think it's a one for me. I feel a little bit bad saying that, but like I just don't see where it fits. Sheep, what do you think? Uh, oh, this is for sure a standard card. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There are a number of um, standard cards that this wants to hit, like Serpent Shine Portal, Storm Strike, of course Lightning Storm, which we have too. Um lightning bolt lightning bloom like there, there are a number of nature cards that we would like to hit with that um and you know of course elementals <sighs> last week i was talking about how elemental shaman has the possibility of being really strong in primal dungeoneer in particular in wild 
I, I really don't like in Elemental Shaman because Primal Dungeoneer itself is not an Elemental. And Elementals, mm -hmm. except for uh, the Vapors <laughs> that, that we just uh, talked about earlier, um, Elementals are, conditional, are typically conditional on having played Elementals in previous turns. So if I'm playing Primal Dungeoneer on turn three, hey, I'm drawing an Elemental if I hit a nature spell. Let's say I'm running all nature spells, so boom, done. Um, I don't get to proc the, the effect for the Elemental that I just drew. That sucks. Couple that with the fact that we're playing Wild, where we're going to want to play a lot more spells that don't have the nature tag so it's not a guarantee that we get the the benefit from it and then we're probably also not playing elemental shaman if we're doing that thing so let's say we're playing a highlander shaman and you know we're, we're getting something like uh, zephyrus cool yeah we really want zephyrus but are we always going to get there maybe maybe not is drawing a spell in general worthwhile for a three mana two three no yeah, this is this is a one for me. Like, I can see how and where and why this is being printed for standard. It, it's just not meant for us. Mm. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? It's not only is it conditional; it's conditional times two. Like you, you're gonna draw if you want to get the full effect. You're looking to draw a spell, and it has to be nature spell, and then. To get the second part, you need to be running elementals and not have already drawn these elementals. So, like, this is so specific for what you're trying to do to get its full effect. I don't think that it's worth it to really try to look for all the stars to align on this. When we're going to run nature spells, we're going to run elementals. Then suddenly, we're, you know, you're running one of those decks that have seven keywords. Uh, like, oh, mm -hmm. we're running a... Uh, nature elemental Shutterwalk Reno Jade Shaman, <laughs> and, and whose win condition is blah 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 blah. That has another seven lines. Um, <laughs> like it just seems it's like it's it's way too much. Cool card. It could possibly draw you to. It could also completely brick. And it's under statted for regular three drop, but it's got a decent body for the effect. But sorry, no dice. One star. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for Shaman. So moving on to my favorite class, Warlock. Uh, let's. All right. First up, uh, we have a spell called Final Gasp. This is a one mana shadow spell. It says deal one damage to a minion if it dies. Summon a 2-2 adventurer with a random bonus effect. Uh, you know, the random bonus effect adventurers are cute. This is like... I, I'm never going to play this ever, 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 ever. I don't know. Like, you compare this to, like, Blood to Icker. Or... It's a warrior spell. Or you compare it to... Um, Jeez, I don't even remember what it's called. Uh, the the one mana one that does one damage, and if it kills it, draw a card. You know what I'm talking about? Mortal Coil. Mortal Coil. Thank yeah. you. Uh, and I don't play that either. Like, I just don't see it. 
the flavor is is great. This is a one for me. I don't like it. Sheep. So the art <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> for the uninitiated, when we start talking about the art in a card or uh, like off the bat, that that's a one. Um, that said, the flavor with if it dies, then you summon an, uh, an adventure with a random bonus effect. That's pretty cool. And it, the flavor is awesome with the art. And I'm like, we're talking about the art. Um, uh, this may be good. I don't even know if this is good in standard. Um, I don't have a pulse on arena or duels. Um, th th this is not for us over in wild. What do you think, Hydra? I like I tried. I tried. So like my my first thought was, okay, if I'm going to run one mana deal one, it's mortal coil instantly because I'm looking to draw, I'm removing something early game. We keep it against aggressive decks. This I I suppose you also could keep against an aggressive deck, but you're not getting closer to what your win condition is, which seems like a bad idea for me. Uh you're stalling you, you you are but eh, i mean it like it's not bad it's one mana kill something if they have a one uh health minion on board so also very conditional you're gonna want to keep this against an aggro deck i don't think that it's bad but i also think that we're playing much better cards right now and then i started thinking like okay does this go in like your cute lock or whatever something? I'm like, I, I don't see it there either. Like, what do you have? That's one mana that you'd want to kill on your, even on your own side to get a death rattle benefit and anything like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not placing this anywhere. Warlock, I don't think it's horrible. Warlock is extremely refined in wild, like arguably one of the best classes between Reno lock and, dark glare and some, yeah. of, some of the other broken combos and like this just isn't good enough no and, and frankly like random i don't like that either that's i i want i have like a specific purpose in mind and it's to kill you yeah <laughs> well i do like think warlock. <laughs> i i will say that paying one mana to take out your um buccaneer from rogue or like whatever and then replacing it with a two two for myself is really powerful mm -hmm. like I, I i don't think that that's a bad trade um have you seen what warlock can do in the first like one or two turns <laughs> oh yeah like it's it's insane and while removing something and making a two two is cool it's nowhere near as what they can do right now so I don't think it sits in a game plan. However, not a bad card. And I don't want to be too big of a jerk to it. So I'm going to give it a two. I, I do think there was a time when we were running Mortal Coil in, <laughs> in Reno Lock. I do think that time yeah. has passed. <laughs> but well, yeah, even then, Mortal Coil, like both of you were saying, draws you towards your win condition. It thins yeah. your deck. It it, it grabs something from your deck that you want to actually be playing versus like the two, two doesn't scale. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I, I, that's I, a big deal. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. 
Okay. The only reason that I, I I couldn't fully give it the bottom of the barrel is in against aggro, you can take something out and make something out. You know what? No, no. I mean, I think that's. Uh, so, I think that's. No, I think I'm good with two. I think like I do think it's okay. Like I do think it's oh, yeah somewhat good. So yeah, no, I'm gonna stick with. I keep convincing mm -hmm. myself it's worse than it is, but I don't think that that's a bad effect. Like I don't think that it is. No, I agree. Yeah, no, no. I think that's fair. Okay, so next up uh, is Unstable Shadow Blast. This is a two mana shadow spell. It says deal six damage to a minion. Excess damage hits your hero. Uh, I think this is pretty strong, actually, in the right deck. Uh, Dark Lair is what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. I think that, in particular, like this synergizes pretty well with that. Uh, it's interesting, when I look at this card, I think of uh, the standard Hunter spell that does six damage to something and then <laughs> carries over to the enemy minion. Now, this does it to in yourself. Reverse. But, like, two mana? Two mana deal six? And... And so when I look at this, it's like, hey, what if they play something that has six health and I get to kill it for two mana and then it does zero damage to me? That's great. Yeah. Or if I, you know, I drop it into Dark Lair, it is a shadow spell, so it does have synergy with Tamsin. Um, this seems strong to me. I mean, I, uh, I gave it a four. I think that this is very, like, I'm not a Dark Lair player. I have not spent the time to... I, I mean, I can wing it, but I've not really spent the time to really get to know that well. But, like, it does what that deck wants to do, which is uh, control the board, damage yourself so that you can play your giants early. This seems good to me. I, I don't really see the downside, frankly. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, that's a four for me. Um, Sheep, what do you think? Yeah, the Dark Lair is tier one already mm -hmm. this slots into that deck seamlessly it does what you want to be doing and removing your opponent's board while damaging yourself so that you can either get more mana and or like discount your giants earlier easier like yeah this this is easily a four it's only not a five because without this card like, like, it's not going to define the meta. Dark Glare is already tier one. This isn't going to bump it up into tier one. It's going to help it. It's definitely going to be played in that deck. So it's easily a four. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't say enough good things about Unstable Shadow Blast. What do you think, Hydra? Bring back Evenlock? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Maybe, though. Maybe I mean Dark Lair is probably better, but it, it it's it's even, and that's the first thing that I thought is what does even lock like to do? It 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 likes to hurt itself, and it likes to um, put big things on the board. And how do you do that? You hurt yourself. So, and you can do that while clearing other things. Um, while that is not a tier one deck, and loses really hard to stuff like Secret Mage uh, that just hits you in the face with fireballs. Uh, this goes amazingly into Dark Lair, which is a tier one deck, which there is no arguing with the way that we scale things. This has to put it at a solid four. Wow. Finally, a good card. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, hmm, hmm, speaking of good cards. 
speaking of uh-oh uh-oh i know what's coming <laughs> you sure do yeah so uh i i spent yesterday evening playing about 30 games of of this deck so i'm sorry i forgot to announce the card this is uh stealer of souls this is a four mana two six demon that says after you draw a card change its cost to health instead of mana okay this card is busted there there is a broken combo here it is if you're not aware uh you play stealer of souls with plot twist and then you play a card that makes you invulnerable. Primarily, this is Violet Illusionist because it's a lot cheaper, but you can also play Melganis. And then you cycle your whole deck. And there's there's two different kind of wombo combos. There's like the big version where, cool, now I'm immune and I'm going to play all of my cards for free. So I'm going to drop a Lotheb and I'm going to drop Nerubian Unravelers and I'm going to drop... Uh, a couple of colossuses while I'm at it so that you can't touch my board. And I can do this as early as turn five, uh, potentially earlier. Like if you're running the um, the book that discounts your next demon, like I think I've popped mm. off as early as turn four with this. I discounted this twice and then played plot twist on turn four and got a board full of 40 plus attack. Like I, I took a bunch of screenshots, and so uh, the real culprit here, I think I saw Martian Boo post something earlier that I thought was a pretty good solution to this that essentially says if you're immune, you can't pay health instead of mana because you're not paying health, which is an interesting idea. I'm, I'm not explaining it very well, uh, but definitely meta warping. Uh, the other way that you can use this is with Mechathune, and same idea, you can pop off as, like, turn 5, turn 6. Uh, it's a little bit draw-dependent. I was talking to NHL in the Discord, and he was saying uh, that this deck loses to itself. Like, hey, if <laughs> if I draw these two cards, then I win, and if I don't draw these two cards, then I lose. Um and you know i i don't disagree with that uh over I, i'm at like a 68 percent win rate with this deck um which i feel is pretty strong but i'm like a little bit less than diamond 10 right now like i haven't played that much and so it's definitely busted uh i think it reminds me of Tiller a little bit, although Tiller was an OTK. This is slower. It's draw dependent. You really have to be good with your APM because the animation, like there's a lot of animation. And if you play too slow, you're going to miss it. Um, Especially with plot twist. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And and I think that um, NHL is right in that it's... It, the question is, is it really that good or is it the flavor of the week because people are trying the new broken thing? Uh, I tend to agree with him that it's probably more of that. Like this, this deck loses hard to aggro. Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, you speak from experience, right? I mean, you, you're farming <laughs> them right now. Uh, that being <laughs> said, I don't, I don't think that the combo in general is healthy for the format. Um, I, I gave this a five because I think that it's meta warping. I mean, I saw someone post, 
I think it was Swagwire earlier post his like daily HS replay stats and and it was fifty percent warlock today. And mm-hmm. I'm not surprised because everyone wants to try this thing. Um so what I anticipate is this this getting nerfed somehow. Uh I'm not quite sure what that is, but it's meta warping in a way that is probably unhealthy for the game, in my opinion. And that's as a warlock main. Like, I, I, is it really that good? Like, mm, arguable. Uh, but it's such a feels bad thing, and is is probably not healthy for the format. Uh, that's my two cents on it. Sheep, what do you what do you think? Yeah. Um. So Stealer of Souls and, and, and the whole combo, um, be it the, the big version that you were talking about or the Mechathood version, mm-hmm. which requires <laughs> even more APM because you yeah, have to draw yeah. your entire deck. It's very slow. Yeah, you got to really be fast. Yeah, um, it's possible. And you can do that, you know, if you play Demonic Studies, two of those, you can do that as early as turn three. Demonic Studies on one, Demonic Studies on two, Coin, Souls, Plot Twist. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can just win the game turn three. That's crazy. Um, that said, the, the whole thing is also just polarized, right? Like you said, um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, um, it loses hard to aggro, you know, like it's, it's, it's very polarized. Um, so control has a really hard time beating it. Um, aggro, it has a really hard time beating. And I'm not sure if Stealer of Souls will be nerfed or not, just because I'm not sure like if it's consistent or you know, like the the overall stats show that you know it it's going to necessitate a nerf. That said, I mean this created its own archetype immediately, it, with good reason. Like it's fun, it's cool, it's it's the new hotness. It's fun. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. I I think that this one that for, for me obviously is a five as well. But I think that's more of an observation than it is a forecast, right? Like it, it's still early days, and and that is completely warped that meta because it it is a new archetype. I don't know if we're go- going to see a nerf or not, just because yeah, quest rogue is exactly what I thought of whenever um, we were thinking about this. Uh, we actually were posting in in the Discord earlier, exclamation mark Discord on on Twitch if if, if you're there. <laughs> uh, that is one of the things that we were talking about whenever we were we were talking about Stealer of Souls. And it's it does have, I think, in particular in Wild, uh, a, a lot more of a consistency than Quest Rogue does. Um, and it's quicker than Quest Rogue was. Like, it's not just trying to get there in the early game. It It actually, you know has things that it can be doing, controlling the board against aggro with defiles, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um, so it's possible, but it, it's, it's highly polarized. 
And I think that if it sees a nerf, that it'll be because of the polarization, not necessarily, and the the use rate of it, because because we're seeing it everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. The five that I'm, I'm giving it is more of an observation than it is a, a forecasting. Though honestly, if I was forecasting this, like if we were doing this yesterday before the patch hit, that this was the one that everyone was like, yeah, this is going to break <laughs> break the format. This would be a pretty easy one to identify as for that as well. Um, so yeah, for me, it's a five. Uh, what do you think, Hydra? I think that any time the devs decide to release something, whether intentional or not, that's going to warp the meta, I think is actually really cool. Even if it's something that everyone complains about, even if it's for a few days, they nerf it. I mean, like, we also complain when things get stale, right? So when something like this comes out and, like, even if it's for a couple days and everything gets warped and everyone needs to play around this, like, to me, that's fun, right? Yeah. Like, 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 I think that's cool. I know the complaints came right away, like, before it was even released. <laughs> it, like, it was already... XR, please nerf now. Like, why? <laughs> and it's like, while yes, it's gonna be broken if you can pull it off. I think when this stuff happens, it's neat, right? Like, like, why not? Like, let's let's do it for a few days. And if if it turns out that it's broken, it's too reliable. Sure, let's nerf it. And if it turns out that it's too hard to pull off, like the rogue major domo thing, and then they'll leave it alone, right? I personally played the Mechathune version of this, and I think it's a lot easier to pull off the fill your board with big minions version. Um, And I didn't play that version. I'm only saying that based off of only playing the Mechathune version, because playing the Mechathune version, like, you need to know your Warlock cards. Like, because you're drawing and you're drawing fast and you're filling up your board too because you're trying to empty your hand as fast as possible and you can actually fill up your own board and can't even play mechathune so you need to make sure that you have room but you also have the um destroy one of your own minions cards which that works out pretty sweet so you can make room for the mechathune they also do run plague of flames yeah, okay, I don't. I don't even remember if the version at, at the very least it, early it, versions did. <laughs> yeah, and, and and so like you can you can fully just like get rid of your board. I've seen I wasn't running Hemet, but I've seen Hemet being be in there, okay. um, and it which is probably a great idea. Mm-hmm. But you are on like I I know you have a long time for your turn, but when you're on turn five or whatever and you need to draw through your entire deck and you're playing out like it's like it's you're under pressure (laughs) to to get this done like it's not as like yes you can think of it as oh my god turn five they won but it's actually like not the easiest thing to pull off the apm is strong with this deck like it it really really is based on our scoring it, it's got to be a five right it's it's meta defining because that is exactly what it's doing right now whether mm-hmm. it sticks around that is yet to be seen but like it's super fun it's super cool it's fun to try out you could be like sheep and you could just counter it i know slizzle did the same thing he made an aggro rogue and just targeted it you could target it all day like if you want so I love it when this stuff happens. I think it's cool. I 
don't necessarily think it's bad for the game unless it's something that takes over and is ignored. I think it's awesome. Love it. Five-star card. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Well, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, the crazy thing is this has been out for one day and it's polarized. <laughs> Just wait until it gets refined, right? That's that's when things get a little bit scary. So, you know, we'll we'll see. It's interesting. Uh, all right. Well, moving moving along, uh we've got Warrior up next and then and then neutral so let me uh just scroll down a tiny bit uh there we go <clears throat> okay uh nailed it all right sorry it has been it's been a long 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 day for me i apologize okay <laughs> here we go uh first up with warrior we have man at arms this is a two mana two three battle cry if you have a weapon equipped gain plus one plus one uh you know this is cute i i'm i'm happy for Matt at arms that they finally named a card after him so yeah. congrats um i i don't know i think this is decent stats for the mana cost uh the reason that like if this was a pirate this would be awesome it yeah. is it is not a pirate and so that kind of ruins the card for me uh the flavor is is cute um but uh you know a as it currently exists i don't i'm not won't be playing it this is a, a one for me cheap yeah if if man at arms was a pirate this would be like three or four like that is how much that that tribe of affects the rating of this card in a vacuum like you know two mana two three two mana three four all right cool <sighs> yeah it's just w without the synergy with the whole rest of the deck it's just I'm not seeing it um, for wild in particular. So I've got to say, I, I agree for wild. I don't know. Like it's really hard to give something that's got, you know, good stats for cost vanilla. And then whenever the condition is met, like it's even better. A one kind of want to go to, but I, I'm going to listen to my heart. This is, this is a one-star card. What do you think, Hydra? It feels so bad, doesn't it? Because like, when, when you get to a point where you have to call something that's a two-mana, two-three already, you know, and then, like, what does Pirate Warrior do? It, it, it plays weapons, right? This is getting the buff so many times, but it's not a pirate, and like we don't really have a reason to run it. Pirate Warrior is a great deck right now. It really is. And I mean, this this doesn't get drawn by Ankar. Uh, it, it's 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 just unfortunately doesn't make the cut. Which I don't think it's a bad card. It's definitely a good card. So one is so mean, you guys. But. <laughs> Like everybody's I, good at something. Being mean just happens to be one of them. Like, like it's 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 actually a good card. That's the problem. Like, it's actually a good card, but it's it's okay. It's a one. 
<laughs> Meanie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. If it said pirate, it was already like a four at least. Yeah. Okay. Next up is Whetstone Hatchet. This is a one mana, one four weapon. It says after your hero attacks, give a minion in your hand plus one attack. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what this is trying to do. Uh, a one mana one four is interesting, but like, I'm not playing this in pirates, and I'm not playing this in odd, and like, I know that that there's one person out there that plays hand buff pal or hand buff warrior, and I think it's ramen joke, and I don't think that that's even very good and this only buffs the attack so yeah. this is just like a giant no for me i, I can't i was trying to find some redeeming qualities and really struggling <laughs> with it i i feel uh, a little bit bad but this is a uh, definitely a one for me whetstone hatchet you're a bad card and you should feel bad <laughs> one oh. hydra what do you think Whetstone Hatchet, your art isn't even good. <laughs> One. Ouch. 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 All right. Well, that was easy. Okay. Well, we have one of the four legendaries here. This is Kresh, Lord of Turtling. Turtling? Turtling? That's an interesting word. Uh, <laughs> that's like that Canadian sport with the discs on the ice, right? Turtling? That's curling. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> um, I this is a six mana three nine beast. <laughs> it it says frenzy gain eight armor death rattle equipped a two five turtle spike. Uh, this is cute. What I think I don't like. Th this needs more to to be good. Like yeah, when someone drops this, it's gonna be annoying to deal with. But like I, I think in order to be good. It needs either rush or taunt, and it doesn't have either of those. Uh, the stats are pretty darn good for six mana, and the death rattle is cute. I I really struggle with the card though, because like, I it, it reminds me of one of those like let's put a bunch of keywords on one card, and it's not actually that good. It's a yeah. bunch of like potential goodness, but not goodness enough. This is a two for me. I think I, I'm not, I don't want to call it bad, but I am also not willing to call it good. Sheep, what do you think? So it not only has a lot of keywords and a tribe, it's also got six, three, nine, eight, two, five. <laughs> It's got six numbers on this card. <laughs> what? And yet it's still not good. <laughs> I I saw Zeddy crafted it in gold, which makes me think like, is there something that I'm missing here? Is there some like synergy or some combo or something that I just don't see? But like, I really don't see it. I, I didn't see the the Zeddy had done that, but I can only imagine that that's for the memes. <laughs> um, if it's not, I would love to be proven wrong. 
But uh, I I just don't see it. Uh, yeah, this is this is a one for me. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? I think it's here's the problem. I'm just gonna say the things that are wrong with it. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's not a pirate. It's a beast. Um, it's even cost, so it's not an odd warrior card. Um, I don't see it saying taunt, so it's not a taunt warrior card. So, I mean that frenzy thing. I mean when you're forced to hit something with taunt, I guess that works out a little better. I it 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 it, it doesn't seem to have anything that I want to do with what warrior does in wild right now. Um, there's the possibility of using um, Nazoth. To bring it back, either Nazoth, I suppose, as a beast or just uh, Death Rattle in general, but that's not what Warrior is really good at doing in Wild. Unfortunately, with all the cool effects and numbers that it has, it it, it doesn't slot into a Wild deck. So in Wild, this is a one-star card. Yeah, I think my, my biggest concern, problem with the card is that it just doesn't have a direction it doesn't know what it is yeah like it, it, it has so many things going on flashy cool like if i was like seven years old and i opened this as my legendary my mind would be blown mm -hmm. and i think that it's so cool because it does so many things right like let's put that in right now yeah, but so middle of the game costed doesn't really trade up into anything because it's only got three attack, but but it'll take some damage because it's got nine health. It has a big butt. It's got a big butt, but it's got frenzy, but no taunt. It's got a death rattle, but a big butt. It's just for wild in particular, but like y'all are saying. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I I like the potential with Newsoth. I think. You know, yeah. I, where I've been experimenting with that a lot is with Demon Hunter. Uh, we saw some Menagerie Warrior a while back, um, like, like Vigil saying he's playing Menagerie Rush Warrior in standard, and it seems pretty good in there. And I could oh, see yeah. that. I could see that for uh -huh. sure. Like, hey, like this, this is a, uh, it, it's a lot of stuff on one card. And I can see myself like, okay, if my opponent plays this, I'm going to kind of roll my eyes and be like, oh, wow, okay, this is something I got to deal with. Um, but I, Wild is so refined that I don't see where it fits. And and that's where I struggle with it. Like in Standard, I, I will play it in Standard as well. Uh, oh, yeah. I would definitely try it. And, and I think men, this Menagerie-type build was something that wasn't fully explored. Um, yeah. We goofed around with it in Wild for a couple minutes and realized it wasn't quite good enough uh it was not that far off when you like a galacron menagerie type build like it was close we yeah. saw people like uh hazer do really really well with it up in like you know top 50 legend or whatever mm -hmm. but but mm, uh, and, uh you know uh, new newsoth makes sense to me on like this coming back uh, as a beast in that deck like all right cool and as as a re quick reminder when we do score these cards um like we we will take standard into account and we'll talk about 
standard a little bit, but our scores in general are based on the wild meta. Mm-hmm. So if, if if we give something a one or a two, that doesn't mean it's a bad card in other formats. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. Yeah. Stone Hatchet. If we give it a bad rating, it's because it doesn't um, create a new archetype or go into an existing wild archetype. Yeah, right? absolutely. But yeah, no, I appreciate the input 100%. Uh, okay, so that, that wraps it up for Warrior, and now we just have the neutral cards. So moving right along here, um, we've got... Uh, uh, looks like five cards left. So first up is Meeting Stone. Um, this is a one mana zero two. Uh, it says at the end of your turn, add a two two adventure with a random bonus effect to your hand. Like this is really bad. I'm, I'm I don't know <laughs> it. Like the only thing I can compare it to, we've got some of those that say like. You know, at the end of your turn, add a lackey. Uh, yeah. There's a shaman card. Um, or I could compare this maybe to uh, like a caravan or maybe one of those sigils. But like, it'd be one thing if the adventure like pooped out onto the board, but it goes to your hand. Like, nah, it's cool. I'd rather play lackeys, but thanks. This is a one for me. <laughs> I, I don't even know that this is good and standard. I feel bad. Like, I like the adventurers. And when they did that that uh, video, they had talked about, hey, this is what a meeting stone is. And this is how it works into the lore. And this is, And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I, I like that. It makes me appreciate the card in some regards. Uh, the card in and of itself is is bad, though cheap you hit pretty much all of the the high points there like love the flavor i mean the art is a little boring but that's because of the it's a stone <laughs> like that, that that's not an indictment of the art it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> um I love the flavor and the story that this this card tells, but it's not going to have me play it in any of my decks. Mm. Yeah, this is a one for me as well. What about you, Hydra? Yeah, it, it, the problem is it's got two health. It You can deal with it very easily. Uh, it's not like the Murloc one, the zero three that would continually put out a Murloc, and it actually has synergy with your deck. Um, it's it's literally just putting out a, a regular minion, and you can deal with it super easily. So no synergy. Um, I'll see you in Tavern Brawl, Meeting Stone, and that's probably about it. Um, appreciate the flavor. It's 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 bringing out the new types of cards. I I like the fact that they're promoting these adventurers and they're trying to be cool with having all the different effects on them. That's awesome. Probably not going to see any play in Wild. It, this is a one star card in Wild. I love that you said Tavern Brawl. I could just see it now. There's going to be a Tavern <laughs> Brawl where you know the card in every single deck is nothing but meeting stones and. 
and we're just gonna play a bunch of meeting stones and get a bunch of random two two adventurers and they're just gonna fight each other that's yeah they that'll be that'll be fun that'll be fun Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay next up is uh devouring ectoplasm this is a two mana three two with a death rattle summon a two two adventure with a random bonus effect again this plays heavily on kind of the lore and like what is a dungeon crawl without a gelatinous cube to eat <laughs> to eat adventures and their weapons and i like this uh it looks so scary carnivorous cube is so cute and this is this is so scary and mean looking um <laughs> I, I i still <laughs> i don't know like i i don't know what i would play this in I would be interested in it more if it had a tribe and it doesn't. Uh, and so I struggle with where to put it. The death rattle decks in wild are super refined. And even then we don't play them all that much. Uh, not, not these days or, or when you do, it's like, okay, it's demons with death rattle or like big priest with death rattle. But, um, you know, I I just don't I I don't see it. It's so fun, but um, unless I'm totally missing something, I think this is just a a one for me. Sheep, what do you think? I can see in standard playing a a death rattle demon hunter, and including devouring ectoplasm because I want to have the flavor of the mini set. Even then, you're making it actively worse to do so. I mean, it's not like a bad card. It's just not one that we're going to intentionally run in our deck over other things. Um, It's aggressively statted. Oh, wait, but it's a three mana, three, two. Yeah, if it Mm -hmm. was two, maybe. Yeah, right. Interesting. So if it was a two mana three two or a three mana four three, maybe. But yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at ways to try and maybe make it doable. And unfortunately, in the format, it is not. But it could go into that that tavern brawl with the uh, with the meeting stones. Mm-hmm. That 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 would be pretty on on point too. <laughs> 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 what do you think, Hydra? Um, I was looking at Disruptor's comment saying it's a mini shredder. And it, it made me think that it's so it's a mini piloted shredder that never gives you a doomsayer. <laughs> 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 but um, that being said, uh, yeah, you're always guaranteed to get a 2-2. Two, two. Stats wise, you're always looking at a 3 mana 5-4. Yeah. Um, so stats with a bonus effect every time, uh, whether it be stealth, divine shield, rush, lifesteal, whatever on paper, that is good. Um, does it synergize with anything else in any other aggressive deck that we're probably wanting to try to run this in? No, uh, it, 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 it doesn't really. So while for the stats, it's actually really really good it's not going to slot into a current wild deck and it is not going to create a new archetype and if i'm looking for death rattles i'm playing a lot cooler death rattles than this one i'm not looking to 
bring back later in the game a a three two that might possibly give me a cool two two. So unfortunately, not so great. Ah, oh, sounds so bad. I keep being so mean, but it's a it it's a one man. It's a one. It's, uh, it's the nature card. of it. Okay, yeah. so let me uh, let me put into perspective a tiny bit of a maybe um, n- newer take on an existing archetype in Wild. So what I've seen over the past month or two is Odd Demon Hunter has been experimenting with. Uh, a very tiny death rattle package. You've got the one mana tusk piercer that when it dies will draw you a death rattle card. Of course that deck, the nature of it is to play super aggressively because the hero power is great. Um, and so for death rattle minions, we're running leper gnomes because that's a strong, mm. you know, aggro one mana thing. And then, but in the three spot, they're running birds, Right. And yeah. I if would I rather play a, f- a three mana four three that's gonna potentially disrupt my opponent's Reno deck, or am I gonna play this that's gonna poop out a, a two two with a random effect? And what if the random effect isn't what I want? Like, I I think that the albatross is just better in this mm-hmm. spot. Uh, it's yeah. you know it's it's interesting. I would love to discover this off of something. Yeah. You know, if I, if I play like discover a death rattle card, I might take this. This is cool. If I get devolved into this or whatever. Sure. I would like, I would like to see the golden animation. I bet it's awesome. Oh, I hope (laughs) the guy is like, I hope he's just squirming his feet kicking out the back. You ever seen someone, (laughs) you know, driving and they've like around Christmas time and they've got like, the trunk of the car closed and the Santa Claus legs like hanging out the back of the truck. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to see. This guy's legs like flapping around out, out of the ooze here. <laughs> <laughs> and the cube itself just like laughing maniacally. Oh my gosh. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, moving right along, we have got selfless sidekick. This is a seven mana six, six, neutral minion uh no tribe it says battle cry equipped a random weapon from your deck okay i either this card is really bad or i'm missing something like okay tutor draw is good but like what weapon do i want to run like, my knuckle. <laughs> yeah no <laughs> i mean i i I I think this is really like over cost and I think I'd rather just run the weapon that I want. Like there's some good tutored weapon draw and typically the weapons that we're going to be playing uh don't cost that much. Like I don't know. I just don't see it. There there might be something here but if there is I don't see what it is. And this 7 mana like if I'm playing weapons in a deck, um, I I, I want to be killing you by turn seven and not playing this minion to equip a random weapon from my deck on turn seven. So like, hey, dude, you can run this in your budget odd paladin and it will equip your funky brand new three costs shield. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like, I, I, I don't 
why would you do that? I, I, and I, I feel bad. Like uh, the theme of tonight is we're just going to dump all over this set. And I feel a little bit bad about it, but like, I don't see it. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a one for me. So, I mean, I, I wasn't completely memeing whenever I said dog spine knuckles, right? <laughs> I mean, there's potential or disruptor saying I, skull of the Minari. Like, I like yeah. that. I Ooh, like that. Like, that's a, that's a good one. If I manage to whiff on it, though, but, but like by turn seven, I want to be doing other things. That's where well, I you struggle. Dilute, dilute I, your deck by running this to hopefully get the skull when you could have just run something better i don't know yeah some sort of it seems high cost for redundancy selfless sidekick is a standard card and it's a great standard card like can you imagine turn what two coin lightning bloom lightning bloom drop a six six that also equips doom hammer bog spine knuckles like <laughs> um that I mean, in standard, maybe also the um, bulwark of Azanoth, and you know, not not on turn three, but is that still standard? Um, yeah, I uh -huh. never, I never know. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, this kind of thing is for a slower format, right? Mm -hmm. And and we don't necessarily want to be paying this much to tutor a weapon out of our deck even though it pays for the cost of equipping the weapon as well the things that that we want to do in wild that have weapon synergies are more aggressive right we don't typically want to to be going late if we're doing that unless we are you know Odd, odd warrior running bulwark of Azanoth and just going like full on control. But at that, I think that list is so tight that that I don't think we run selfless sidekick. Um, this mini set is coming at the heels of a four set meta where they got rid of um, the uh, classic and basic set. Yes, they included core. Um, but they got rid of a ton of cards mm -hmm. and they're kind of making up for stuff. So they they don't have a whole lot of cards in there yet. That's not a bad thing. You know, that this is a, a good utility card. You know, it's very good for that format. But we have a whole like we have the whole history of cards here. And whereas they're kind of putting some things that 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 work well together in a slower meta because they have less you know, they, they just don't have as deep a a pool to draw from. Um, something like this, and, and some of the ones earlier that, that like, you, you were lamenting that, unfortunately, we're kind of dunking on the set. The set wasn't meant for Wild. No. And that's not a bad thing. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, Selfless Sidekick is, is a one for me as well. Um, it's it's got it's got its place in standard and even at that it's it's not a op card there either <laughs> what do you think hydra has it been proven and it seems like it would uh would you play this card would it skip uh, a battle cry that your weapon has i believe it would 
Because I don't like, know definitively. What I was thinking of is, is the hammer of Naru. Um, like you could say, play this, then you get to have your hammer of Naru, which is a six mana card. You get your three, three weapon, you get your six, six all at once. Seems pretty mm. cool. Like, but if this bypasses your battle cry, that's pretty weak. And I think it might, it's kind of like recruiting a minion with battle cry. You recruit the minion. That's how it doesn't happen. Really, I so, anticipate that's how it would work. It would be to skip the battle cry. Yeah, I mean, that was the only thing I thought might have been cool. Yeah, Hammer um, of the Mara was a really good Oh, dude. Case. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, if if you could pull that off, like, if you got the battle cry, that'd be crazy. Uh, yeah. Like, that's but, that's a stat bomb right there, but... And and you know I think I think there's something to be said for future proofing these type of things like there's nothing I we I see chat kind of going off here and disruptors naming every weapon that has ever existed and I'm very entertained <laughs> by it. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, you can play this to equip your king's bane. That's hilarious. Um, You're I, I think that, run a weapon. I, I do think I agree that there is potential for this to be very good in the future. If there's some weapon that synergizes with it, that's that's possible. And I think something to keep in mind is that the devs build, they're like, they're two sets ahead right now, right? Yeah. And so when they put this stuff out, uh, you know, there's potential that, that this is going to synergize with some future set that we're not aware of. So I guess that's something to be said. So as it stands, if it doesn't work with Hammer of Naru, I give it a one. You can change my score to a two if it works with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we're going to go with a, a one in wild. Love it. Mm -hmm. Okay, two cards left. Uh, the, f the last two are legendary, neutral legendary cards. Uh, the flavor of which are very, very good. So first up is Arch Druid Narelex. This is a three mana three three, dormant for two turns. While dormant, add a dream card to your hand uh, at the end of your turn. So the dream cards that it refers to are the same dream cards that you get from Ysera. I think this flavor wise is very cute because it refers to the same Emerald Dream, and then we've got this upcoming you know Emerald Dream Malfurion hero, and like this is all cool. Uh, dormant cards tend to suck because it's a, it's like a tempo loss. Uh, dream cards. Uh, here's the interesting thing with the dream cards is that typically you're not getting the dream cards until turn nine or after if you're playing Ysera, the new one or the old one. The dream cards in and of themselves are pretty good. Uh, so the potential the potential to get a dream card early. Like this card is going to be a tempo loss, right? I'll I'll play this, and it's a it's a three mana do nothing, and at the end of my turn, uh, I have potential to get a laughing sisters or a a, a dragon. What is a seven six dragon for four or something like that? Um, that that is pretty cool. What I struggle with is like, uh, where does this where does this go? Yeah. I, I mean. It, now, I, I mean, potentially, if I play this on three, I can play my dream card uh, 
on four. The Laughing Sisters, I think, is a three, five with uh, can't be targeted by spells or hero powers uh, for three mana, which is great. Uh, that being said, you have potential to like whiff on the dream cards as well. Like, I don't know, you get the five damage AOE or the one that buffs the thing and then it dies at the end of the turn, which you might not want that early. There's, there's some interesting potential here at the end of the day. Like if I want to hit you in the face and you play a dormant card, then that makes me pretty happy because (laughs) that's a, that's, that's a turn that you essentially did nothing and so that that means i'm i'm that much closer to winning the game it's it's basically like three turns right because it's dormant for two then summoning sickness when it wakes up yeah yeah i mean it's it's, so this card in general i mean it's it's really interesting and it's pretty cool i the thing that i dislike about the dream cards is the random factor which is what made the new yasera interesting is like cool you get all your dream cards now and now I can choose yeah. what I want to play um, versus this where I'm going to get a random one. Like that's like old Ysera. And I, I random is not really what I want. So um, I don't know. I'm going to give this a two. I love, absolutely love the flavor, but in terms of playability, like the random makes me too nervous and the tempo loss I think is, is not great for us. So uh yeah that's it sheep what do you think so in standard i I think that i give this like almost straight up a four because like priest control priest currently in standard would i think would love to play this like absolutely yeah in wild though Yeah, about that. <laughs> um, like Hydra was saying, whenever it come, you know, wakes up, then it still has summoning sickness. So let's say we we happen to get lucky and drop this on three, which means that then we have something to do that hopefully is impactful. The, the dream cards are in fact powerful. Turn five rolls around. And it wakes up, and now all of a sudden, cool, we, we have an, an extra 3-3 on the board. Blah, 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 that's nice. It gets dealt with really easily. We're not protecting ourselves with a taunt or anything in the interim. If this had taunt or was overcosted, um, like Imprisoned Felma, which also <laughs> gets to have an immediate swing, um, then I'd be all for it. In Wild, I just... don't know that a get get two dream cards over the course of two is worth three mana mm-hmm. i'm i'm almost gonna go one and i hate to do that because i, th- I think this card's flavor is amazing and it's got great use cases in standard and likely arena and duels as well but for our format i just i i can't think of a single time that i would intentionally run archdruid narlex in my deck makes me feel really bad to to get give him a one but (laughs) 
You can Here play it. Uh, yeah, you can play it in Baku Priest. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> I have played Highlander Odd Priest before. Uh, yeah, I have too. It's fun. Highlander Odd Priest. I, yeah, I, I can't. I can't say that I really recommend it if you're trying to ladder <laughs> but if you want to <laughs> oh no that, that 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 deck is completely for fun that said if your opponent is running highlander cards you can steal them and then you can have like a reno or anything like that despite getting the benefit of running odd cards it's mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> what do you think about uh, not not Highlander <laughs> Odd Priest, but Archdruid Naralex uh, Hydra. <laughs> I think that it's a super cool card. Uh, I used to love playing Ysera when it was one of my only legendaries that I had and just waiting to see what I got into my hand. And I think this is cool that you're guaranteed uh, to get the two while it's dormant. I think that's that's really neat. It's a tempo loss. It's not good and wild when you're going up against all these aggressive decks. You're maybe if you're going to play a Highlander deck, you can get away with dropping this on turn three when you probably should have just been drawing for one of your better cards for later in the game. So cool. It, and it feels so bad. Um, I'm going to give it a two because. Uh, I think it's fun, and it, it you you could play it, and you could probably get away with playing it just because it's fun. Are you gonna you know be top legend with this in your deck? Probably not, but um, I think if you like fun and you want to throw this in one of your Highlander decks, I think you can do it. I think you can get away with it, and I think you could bum people out with some of your dream cards. So I'm gonna give it a two. I like it. I. I don't I'm open to throwing it in like a Reno Priest or a Reno Warlock just for funsies. Uh so <laughs> what I, I get people are theorizing so this guy when dormant each turn adds a dream card to your hand. So what if you play Narlex and then after two turns he wakes up and then you play Maev on him to put him back to dormant? Are you gonna get more dream cards? I don't know the I, I answer. Believe you do. I believe you do. I have not seen science on it, but the way that the card is worded and the way that Maev is worded, yeah, you should. It says you while should. dormant. So if you had right. any effect, like you, you have to look at it from like a if then, right? Like we, I deal with some programming at work, and and a lot of times we're looking at. It's essentially a logic puzzle made up of if then statements, right? And so if dormant, then dream card. So if you play a card that makes this dormant, you're going to get a dream card. Like, and so that's what my abs effect is make it dormant for two turns, right? So I, you know, there's no proof, but I think that that's how it would work. I don't mind testing it out. Uh, I think that's pretty interesting, actually. So I- I'm open to it. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And if it doesn't work like that, I think that if p- someone did a friendly tweet towards the devs and was like, hey, is this working as intended, that it might be fixed because the way that it's written, that that's how it should work. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. 
All right, you guys, we got one card left to review. I've been really looking forward to this card because this is the spicy card. Uh, Mutinous, the Devourer, seven mana, four, four, Murloc. Battlecry, eat a minion in your opponent's hand, gain its stats. This card is rad. Uh, is it good? I don't know. It's definitely awesome. Um, so I, I saw a meme the other day and I posted it in the discord and essentially what it says is like, you know, when I play this, it, it eats a one, one in my opponent's hand. And when my opponent plays it, it, it eats a 10, 10 in my hand. And that's what worries me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I think that if you're seeing combo decks, you know, if we continue to see Mizaki mage, flame waker mage combo whatever uh that this is fun like this almost reminds me of uh like the amazing reno where like the card is gone the, there's no death mm-hmm. rattle there's no nothing like it's just gone and Oof. and now this guy gets bigger <laughs> well, hold by on. eating it, it. Your, yeah, it's in your belly that's where it went yeah get in my belly <laughs> Um, yeah, Not enough Merkel and in, in, inflection on that. I don't think I could. I don't think I could do that. I don't <laughs> think I could either. <laughs> I tried to imagine it, couldn't. I. <laughs> uh, I love this card. I think this is another one that, like, for funsies, I will toss it in a Highlander build, uh, and and then. Like it could be good, it could be bad. Like seven mana is awfully slow for what it does, and yeah, because you don't get to pick what it eats. Like I don't know. This is one like you could make a whole Trollin video or a Hearthstone Daily Moments video on what it ate, and there's gonna be times like what I what I where I see this being super good. Like hey, this is cool. Like if I'm playing against dark glare and it eats a giant hey i'm happy if i'm playing against hand buff paladin and they've like buffed their whole hand and this eats a giant buffed minion that makes me really happy but like the random effect makes me nervous because there's equally a chance that it's going to eat a little baby minion and then i just had a big tempo loss because i played a seven cost minion and like I i understand there are ways to discount it or bounce it or whatever. I think it's fun. A hundred percent, hundred percent fun. Uh, we talk about viability. That's a different issue. Um, I, I, I'm going to give it a three for playable. I I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, I think it has really fun, combo disruption potential it's like a better dirty rat sort of dude you can it's it costs seven you can run it with bran does that mean that it eats two minions Ooh. Yep. <laughs> uh so so there's potential and i think this is pretty cool what do you think sheep I completely agree. I'm just wondering if the seven mana cost is too big of an ask 
for anything that we've got. And I think that the effect is powerful enough that, you know, it synergizes with some of our more controlly archetypes, you know, be it um, our uh, celestial alignment druid or um, our uh, LPG mage or um, priest. <laughs> um, it's hard to evaluate mutinous as at seven mana though because of how variable the stat line is i think at the end of the day i'm gonna have to go three as well i, I oscillated between two and three and i think it's disruption is good you get the stats, even if you just eat something small, it's no longer in their hand. And they, you know, put if it's in their hand, it was probably in their deck. And if it, you know, was generated, then th it, you're still taking resources away from them, regardless of what that stat line is. And that's powerful. Just the fact that it comes so late in the game that is mm -hmm. the only reason why I was debating the two on that one. What do you think, Hydra? My favorite part about it is it doesn't have the condition that we had earlier where we've talked about all these cards where it's a two-card combo to do what you want to do. Uh, it's not like Zarella where you need to have, you know, healed first. You don't, you know, you're not drawing specific cards to then draw another card. You're like, it does what it does. It's all in the text. You're not relying on a second card or a third card or deck building restriction or anything like that. Like if, if this was like, imagine this said, if your deck contained only odd cards, you could do this or just something silly, right? Or when this dies, they get the minion back. It's done. It's over with. This is a dirty rat that doesn't require a shadow word pain or death afterwards or like, whatever so they can't zola it back to their hand mm -hmm. like this it's done it's over that card is now gone seven mana is very expensive you can do a lot of things in hearthstone for seven mana in wild but you're running this for a very good reason uh i see that this could probably be a dead card a lot of the time in your hand when you got better things to do i mean like i've struggled with Luna Pocket Galaxy, when you're trying to keep up with the board and you don't want to play it because um, you don't have a better way to cheat it out, and it might be it may be hard to find a turn that you're going to play this, but at least it's on a stick, and if you grab something you know smaller, it it, it could stand up for itself and at least have some board presence. I think it's definitely a seven mana five five. <laughs> Yeah, seven mana five five. If you if you accidentally grab their blood mage Thalanos, uh, something like that. But um, I mean, you're you're playing this later in the game. This isn't something you're playing against aggro with like a a couple of dirtily one ones in their deck. Um, I think you're definitely gonna get a lot of value off this, and you're gonna time it. I mean, um, depending on their draw, if they've tutored something, you know when to. Uh, 
to possibly play this. So I think it's good. I think it's a great card. Um, I don't think it's meta-defining. I don't think it's going to be necessarily in every top-tier deck, but it's playable. This is definitely a three-star card, for sure. And I kind of want to see... I, I, I might make it in gold just because of its tongue and its eyeballs. Uh, they, because they flap around. eyeballs dart around. Yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> I do like the idea of playing it in Shutterwalk Shaman. That feels entertaining to me. Oh my gosh. It, it, it just continually eating minions? Hey, I mean, that's fun. That's And fun. you run that with a quest, right? My jaws. Oh, wow. <laughs> and jaws do, in fact, bind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, that that is it for our card review. Wow. that that That's a lot of stuff. Um I that we've been recording for a long time now. Surprise, surprise! We've been uh, live for five hours now. Uh, let's so let's kind of wrap up the show. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts on the cards? <laughs> I I don't, but I I was just looking. We still have the weekly challenge. Oh gosh, to do. we'll make it very quick. We'll make it very quick. Yes, <laughs> uh, it's it's quite late, especially where sheep is. So let's transition. We do have a weekly challenge uh, over here. So uh, I'll jump into it real quick. So last week's challenge um, was to play the Carnivorous Cube. Uh, it was the most creative OTK using a Carnivorous Cube. Uh, we had two people that really participated. Uh, it was Mediocre Ogre and Dr. Bomb. Very cool, crazy ideas that, that we got here. And so I'm going to look at Mediocre Ogres first as kind of our runner up. And so what he did was sort of a two-turn combo was play Celestial Alignment, Mana Ramp, Coppertail Imposter into Mimron's Head, uh, which then created a, a Voltron. Next turn, Cube, Carnivorous Cube, uh, Pop the Cube, and Survival of the Fittest on Voltron. So it's hard to see here, but these Voltrons, uh, what are they, 8 attack, I think? Yeah. So each each yeah. each Voltron is eight attack Mega Wind Fury. Uh, <laughs> so this is super crazy, right? Uh, that's definitely uh, awesome. I my my slight hesitation is that really the the spirit of this is an OTK and this requires two turns to set up. But like, wow, wow, okay, this is crazy, and I'm super impressed. I think we all all were super impressed talking about yeah. this ahead of time, like. We we have a soft spot in our heart for Voltron. Uh, we have for quite a while, and seeing this pop off is just crazy. the the next The next combo uh, that we got was from Doctor Bomb, which was even like how he thought of this. And this is a legit OTK. How he thought of this, I have no idea. I've never seen an uh, unstable apothecary OTK ever. So here's what he did. Unstable Apothecary, uh, what it does, if, if you're not familiar with the card, because we never play it, uh, it's it's this 5-5 five, five demon over here that says, after you summon a minion, deal 5 damage to your hero. So what he's done here is the uh, play the Unstable Apothecary, cubed it, treachery to give it to the opponent, Terror Guard Escapee, which then... 
uh, summons <laughs> three one one huntresses for your opponent. And so with double apothecary, it's like ten damage, ten damage, ten damage. Like is legit thirty damage OTK, uh, which is just like wh- what now? <laughs> I never Galaxy seen brain. Like yeah, 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 yeah. That- it's awesome. I absolutely love that combo. I've seen I've I've versed people that have accidentally you know, like they've devolved into this or evolved into it or whatever. And then they've killed themselves by accident by not understanding how the card works. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're they all hover over it. This is, this isn't a nutty combo here. I think we're all in agreement that Dr. Bomb is our weekly challenge winner for this week. So doc, congrats. Congrats, uh, Dr. Bomb. I'll, I'll, I'll reach, I'll reach out and, and you get a couple of packs uh, on us and uh, definitely some bragging rights here. So congrats, Dr. Bomb. Uh, as for this week's challenge was uh, sent to us by Ben Harstone. The timing could not be better because we have mutinous, the destroyer as a brand new card. So his suggestion for our weekly community challenge, who can make the biggest stat mutinous through eating your opponent's minions? Uh, so that's that's it. That's as simple as it gets. You, you play this. We're looking for the largest mutinous uh, based on stats from eating your opponent's minions. So this is not buffing it. Like I'm sitting here thinking about it. It was like, oh, oh, I can hand buff it. And so that it starts out bigger and then it eats something like, no, 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 no. no. We're looking for eat something gigantic. Um, so, so a brand into this, it's still got it from eating the quest shaman you know doubling up the the battle cry to eating also counts because it gets them from eating mm-hmm. hand buffing or board buffing yeah. outside of the the eating that doesn't count yeah so wait, if you if you eat say you're versing a hand buff paladin who's buffed the crap out of their guys in their hand do you oh, get that's the stats fine. or not yeah yeah, yeah uh-huh. okay yeah what we don't want is is for them to play this and then like divine uh, divine spirit oh, yeah, inner yeah, fire yeah. like look i'm not looking for you to buff this card it has to get buffed by eating something huge so there's there's a little bit random factor in this but like oh, yeah. hey i mean this is wild and uh, you've got a week so if you're not familiar with these weekly challenges here's how it works this is the challenge uh we're looking for the biggest stat mutinous through eating your opponent's minions like she said you know, there's there's some tricks that you can use to get uh, have some extra eating going on. Um, your likelihood. The question is, do you automatically win if your mutinous is gold? No, but I hear that your mutinous eats better minions if it's gold. So <laughs> uh, it's it's worth testing out. Uh, the way that you do this, you've got to be a member in our Discord. Uh, and then you post your uh, either your screenshot or your HS replay or your Firestone replay in. Uh, we've got a channel for contest ent- entries. Uh, post it there, and we'll review it over the week. And it's got to be done in time for next week's show. Um, th- here's the rules: you you can either do it on ladder, standard or wild ladder, or you can do it in casual. That's fine. Cannot do it against a friend. Cannot do it against the innkeeper. That's just too easy. So uh, that's the challenge for this week. Thank you, Ben, for the suggestion. Uh, the timing could not have been better. So that's exciting for us. And uh, that, that is it for this week's challenge. Um, 
to and then to kind of wrap up the show here thank you all very much for hanging out this has been a long night but love doing card review shows uh so it's always a a really good really fun time um quick shout out to our the patrons of our show thank you so very much for supporting us first and foremost to shokunin for being the executive producer of our show thank you for everything that you've done for us and for supporting the show uh and also to our patrons disruptor Claudette G, Daniel B, Wildcard, Aramorn, Ben from Work, AJ Gomez, and Number Theory. I got it right this week. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, or, or as I, I would say, uh, NM Berthy. uh yeah thank you guys very much for supporting us we we really appreciate it um if anybody watching or listening is interested in supporting the show financially you can visit our website it's born to be wild hs.com if you click on the find us page there's a link to our patreon um we're sort of in the process of, of revamping and revitalizing it so uh changes soon tm but uh, thank you. Thank you all very much for your support. Um, if you're somebody who is on Twitch and is interested in unlocking these emotes, we do have these really cute dragon emotes from an amazing artist named Christina Oe that I, I recommend. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, one final shout out. Big thank you to Firestone uh, Deck Tracker, who has provided us with premium access to their Deck Tracker and has been super communicative and really fun to work with. Uh, if you're looking for a deck tracker, I, I recommend them. Their UI is absolutely gorgeous and, and fun to use. I know a handful of us are using that in conjunction with HS Replay, um, but it's it's growing constantly and they're very open to suggestions. We've got a good working relationship with them. So if you start using it uh, and you have suggestions, you're welcome to funnel them through me and I can funnel them t- t- to them. Um, it uh, the app is free. There is a premium version that costs two dollars ninety nine cents a month. If that's something that you're interested in, uh, and that is it for us, sheep. Thank you so much for joining us, especially now. I, I feel bad. It is now one twenty three in the morning where you're at. Uh, thank you for your time. Where can people find you if they uh, want to check out your content? Yeah, you can. Find me around the internet at Electric Sheep City, except for where that doesn't fit, like Twitter, where it's at eSheepCity. Very, very cool. Hey, thank you. Thank you again for, for hanging out. Uh, Hydra, where can people find you? You can always find me at Hydralisk underscore HS on Twitter and Twitch. And you can always find me and these other fine gentlemen hanging out in our Discord. And I highly recommend... You guys come check that out. It's a great community, good place to come. Either just talk with your your friends or come check out some wild decks. Or if you're just looking to get into wild and looking to find a place to start, we're here for you. Come check it out and uh, we'll see you there soon. Awesome. As for me, you can find me uh, pretty active on Twitter at NateWolfTCG. It's N-A-T-E-W-O-L-F-E-T-C-G. More importantly, you can find the show at borntobewildhs.com. There you can find all of our past podcasts. We've got some parody songs. We've got lots of YouTube stuff and then links to the Discord where we've got a very active and fun community that I recommend joining. Uh, Thank you all so much for hanging out. 
And we will see you all next week on another new episode of Born to be Wild. Born to be Wild.